Hey everyone, welcome to The Geek Awakens, where the talk is geekier than wearing your Nightwing hat to hide the fact that you haven't showered today. It's, it's Corona life, <laughs> there, are, there are no rules. Um, I'm Mitch, and joining me tonight is Matt. Hello. Tabitha. Hi. And Lydia. Hi. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a thing, you know. I, I, if, as long as I get more than 50% of like, days where I've showered versus days where I haven't showered, I consider that a success. I support you. Yeah. yeah. So if you like hearing about people showering, then be sure to subscribe to us pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, including Stitcher, Spotify, and CastBox. Uh, really like what you hear? Then throw us some scratch on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Geek Awakens podcast. You've missed that, haven't you? <laughs> I have. No, <laughs> the eye roll. Any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, but, so yeah, so we took a little bit of time off. Um, things are different now. That's just how, you know, life is. But uh, I know I missed you guys. I'd like to think that you missed me as well. Depends the on the part. day, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what I expected. So, so you wouldn't really cool. expect anything other than that from Tabitha, though, would you? No, not at all. Um, but yeah, so we figured, we figured it was time. Um, ideally, in a perfect world, sooner rather than later, we'll be recording together again. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so like we've been gone for a couple of months. Um, what have you guys been doing? I mean, anything? Uh, yeah, working our way through that. <laughs> How far I've are you? Somehow, books. I've somehow read 72 books this year. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I lost all control. <laughs> I mean, you got the time, so why not? True. It's not like I'm doing anything else. It's true. Right. I'm still working, so that part of my life has not changed. But since I don't have anything else to do at night, I've been watching a whole lot more movies. I think I've watched more movies in the past three months than I've watched in the past three years. <laughs> nice. And I've, I've started the Marvel Universe, guys. Like, I'm going to hey. actually go through it. I'm going to do it. How far are you? Uh, we I think the last one we watched was Iron Man 3. Okay. Huh? Nice. Nice. You finished Star Wars, right? I've seen the first three. I haven't okay. watched any more than that yet. Okay. Yeah. The, the um, right first three or the wrong first three? The original first three, four, five, and six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I hate that I have to clarify that. <laughs> well, it happens. So Anyone I've ever told that to, they're like, which the first three? <laughs> it's an important question. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, I think... I think I've told you guys this story about how uh, um, a friend of mine was like watching Star Wars for the first time and like she could not get into it. Um, and it's because she was watching the prequel trilogy first. She was trying to go one, two, three. It's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Like no. we legit had an argument over it. <laughs> like she's like, but it's in order. It's like, it doesn't make sense in that order. <laughs> <laughs> so then later on she started with, the actual right way, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I really like Star Wars now." Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but on my end, um, I've been doing a lot of catching up on reading my comics. I think I've read over two hundred since Whoa, all this started. Wow. Yeah, that's a I lot of comics. I still got a lot more though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you at least made a dent in like your stack that you had going? 
Yes. Yeah, I've made a really good dent. Um, I'm caught up on pretty much every title that I read monthly. Like, there were a couple, like, I hadn't read in over a year, but I still will get them every month because, like, I'm going to catch up on you. <laughs> but I finally did. But, yeah, um, I've been binging a little bit of TV. We're going to talk about that later on. I also, like, I, it waned, but, like, early on, I was super productive. Like, guys, I taught myself how to sew. What? Yeah. There, okay. there, was, there was a hole in a shirt that I, uh, that I bought, like, and, like, I bought it at a concert, and I realized the next day that there was, like, a big hole in the seam. And I just, like, this was, like, back in November. And I finally got around to fixing it. I was like, I taught myself how to fix it. It's not perfect, but it's nice. I also took exactly one guitar lesson. <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. one more guitar lesson than I took. Yeah, so I, I, I told myself I was going to keep at it, but I didn't. You gotta build up those calluses, I mean, man. What's that? You gotta build up those calluses. Yeah, true. We did get our submission done for Pod Life. I I was going to say that. I uh, uh, but no, but that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm really glad that we did it, and hopefully we'll hear something soon. Yeah. Before we get started, because we do have, <laughs> and we're probably not going to run our normal time, and that's fine. That's okay. We just wanted to do something. Uh, before we get started on that, a couple of quick things I do want to bring up. Um, tomorrow, uh, friends of the show are going to be live streaming. Uh, Rax Geek, they're going to be live streaming their, uh, uh, it's called a Lockdown Circus Cabaret called I Am Not a Virus. Uh, it's, like I said, it's tomorrow at 6 p.m.? I'm looking to confirm that. But, yeah, definitely check out their Facebook. They've got all the information on there. Um uh, Wow, you'd think like with two months off that I'd be more prepared than I am. <laughs> nah. Nah. Nothing's changed. You're just as professional as ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, eight. Yeah. At from eight to nine thirty PM Central Time. So uh but yeah, so check that out. Um yeah, the the things that I've seen on YouTube and unfortunately I've never been able to actually see them live, but like there's it's so cool. Also, if you haven't done so already, be sure to uh, well, our last actual thing that we put out was my inter interview with Frank Gogol, um, and he, uh, they are still doing uh, pre-orders for No Heroin number one, so be sure to uh, pre-order that. Um, it's a really fun read. I can't wait for it to actually be physically in, in my hand. Right. So, um, we are going to get started with um, our favorite segment. It's actually all that we're going to do tonight. We're going to start... Oof. Gut reaction. Tonight with uh, Tabitha and what you're going to be doing, I'm assuming, like the entire month of July? Um, I think you mean the entire year after the month of July, but whatever. Um, so we had talked about before at the Lin-Manuel Miranda News Desk that Hamilton was being released in the theaters in October of this year. But because the world has slightly ended, um, now we're getting it on July 3rd. I think Disney you mean Plus. the world. So next year. Yeah, you know what I mean. And also, I that you missed an opportunity to say the world turned upside down. Oh, I did. He's not wrong. <laughs> I've made mistakes. <laughs> anyway, we're getting Hamilton on July 3rd on Disney Plus, the end. That's really all that you need to know. Um, don't talk to me from July 3rd to July 3rd. 
of 2021. I will be busy. I uh, hope you're prepared. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that will be on that TV <clears throat> will be Hamilton. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cry a bunch. <laughs> so I take it that's a thumbs up from you? Oh, two. Two thumbs ups yes. from me. <laughs> Matt? Uh, definitely a thumbs up. I'm glad that... Like, I'm glad that this was coming anyways, but I think the fact that we're going to get it via streaming, uh, awesome. So thumbs up. Lydia. Oh, yeah, absolutely thumbs up. I am excited that we don't have to wait like a full year for this also. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, thumbs up for me as well. Um, would it have been cool to see it in the theater? Yes. But I'm going to take what I can get and also the fact that I'm going to get it sooner. So awesome. Um so they have announced that uh, 1999's Tony Hawk Pro Skater and 2000's Pro Skater 2 are going to be remastered with modern 4K HD visuals, and it will feature the original maps, uh, professional skaters, soundtrack, tricks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's going to uh, be re-released as a, uh, like as a combo, but it's also going to have new features such as online multiplayer, new tricks, secret Secrets and an expanded skate park creation tool. Uh, my biggest uh, experience with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was with the, I don't know if you guys remember, like there was a, like a uh, demo DVD or whatever, or not DVD, you know what I mean. VHS. <laughs> there was like a demo, I want to say it was like, it was a Pizza Hut promotion, but like it was the first level of the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um, I played that first level a bunch, um, but yeah, but like I never, I never got the actual game or you know any of the sequels. But that sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah, definite thumbs up for me, uh, Tabitha. Um, this was actually the only video game that Tiny Tabitha was ever very good at. Um, not to mention that like the soundtrack for this game is incredible and fantastic. So giant thumbs up for this, Matt. Uh, huge thumbs up. I loved both of the first games. I played them nonstop when they were out. I think I played two on the original PlayStation, I think is what that was on. Um, yeah, like this was announced and Goldfinger Superman started mm-hmm. trending. Um, that's how awesome this is. Um, and if I heard correctly, as of yesterday, last night or this morning, that if you pre-order, you will get like the mall early but you get one of the levels you'll be able to play i think early so um i can't wait for this huge thumbs up thanks lydia oh yeah absolutely thumbs up uh i don't think i ever played the first two i do remember playing i think it was four a lot though and i hope the soundtracks for the first two are better than that one because i remember very much that i muted all the other songs except for tnt and that was the only song that played on that but yeah i'm excited that is that is unfortunate that that soundtrack was that bad yeah it was not good (laughs) so uh we're gonna kind of stick with games a little bit lydia um what's coming to disney plus so they're talking about um there's been talk that they're going to make a kingdom hearts uh tv show for disney plus there isn't a lot of information out about it like what there would be storyline wise or anything like that so i don't know if it's going to they're thinking that it's not going to be anything additional story-wise to the games, so it's speculated more that it's going to be like a rehash of what you've seen in the games. I'm not okay with this. 
as much as I love Kingdom Hearts, I don't think we need to go over it again in a TV format. And the way the storyline is made and the games anyway, it's made for a game setting. You take out the combat system and stuff like that, and it's going to lose a lot of its charm. So as much as I hate to say it, I'm going thumbs down on Kingdom Hearts TV series. I'm weirded out by that fact. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to give it a thumb sideways. I don't know. Um, I guess it kind of depends on what route they take. Uh, I, they have done in the past, I mean, there have been good cartoon adaptations of video games, um, but there have also been some not so good ones. So um, I don't know. I kind of feel like if they do kind of like an original route, then it might be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of agree with Lydia. Like, why are we rehashing and not doing like something new? Um, it's... It's a game that, I mean, a lot of people play, but at the same time, like, it's not, like, the number one whatever best-selling game of all time. Like, create new material, make it more interesting. Thumb sideways. Matt? I'm also going to go thumb sideways. I feel like this, like, the world that they've created is probably big enough, in addition to, like, all the Disney properties, that you can expand on this. You can, you know, build a different story inside this world. Um, instead of rehashing. If you're going to rehash, then it kind of feels like you're just going to, like, all the the cutscenes, you're just going to piece them together for a TV show. And if you're going to do that, then then why bother? So, thumb sideways. Um, Tabitha, let's go to the Baby Yoda news desk. So, we've missed a lot of Baby Yoda news, but <laughs> I narrowed it down to my two favorite things. Um, cereal and Chia Pets. <laughs> <laughs> Because I am not at the same time, right? Uh, no, because that sounds gross. (laughs) Yeah, so the Mandalorian, uh, they're not Mandalorian, uh, General Mills. Don't know why I said the Mandalorian, (laughs) guys, not practice. Um, General Mills announced that their newest Disney branded, branded food is going to be the world's cutest cereal called the Mandalorian, but really what we all know and love is that this is going to be, I'm trying to get it to focus, it won't do it, a Baby Yoda cereal. Um, It says the Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian is like this big, where the Baby Yoda is like this big on the box. Yeah, so (laughs) Mando's there, but he doesn't really matter. All we care about is Baby Yoda, because Baby Yoda. Um, They've, I mean, General Mills has released a lot of, like, Star Wars products. Um, they have not told us if it's going to, how much it's going to cost, or if it's going to be limited edition, or if it's going to be a permanent addition to their cereal roster. Which usually, if it's going to be, like, a limited edition, they're like, hi, it's only going to be there for five minutes, go out and buy it now. But they haven't said anything, so people are speculating that this is just going to be a new General Mills product. Thumbs up. I'm not a big cereal kid. Like, I eat some shredded wheat, and I'm pretty much done. But, um... <laughs> I'm going to eat the Baby Yoda cereal, because Baby Yoda cereal. Um, and then, oh, I forgot about the Chia Pet. I got distracted by the food. Um, <laughs> That's nothing new with I that. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. You can get a Baby Yoda Chia Pet. He's in his little little thing, his little floaty, floaty egg thing. And the Chia seeds you plant, like, around the Baby Yoda, and they grow up in the thing. I don't have one. I'm probably going to get one. Um, but it's so cute. Like, kind of forgot that Chia Pets existed, because, I mean, Chia Pets, what what year is it? But Baby Yoda, it's like, I just, I need it. It's expensive, though. How much, like how much four, is the Chia Pet? Like, $45. What? What? For a Chia Pet. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm still gonna get it. (laughs) (laughs) You lost me on that one. I'm so sorry. But I mean, maybe you can find it on eBay. Like somebody buys it and they're like, uh, you know. I don't know. I still want it. Thumbs up on all the baby Yoda everything. And like I said, we've missed so much baby Yoda news, but I picked the two most recent and my two favorites. Before before we get the other uh, uh, submissions or whatever, um, I do have a little bit of Baby Yoda news to announce as well. Sorry to step on your news desk toes. Uh, okay, go ahead. But, but uh, Pyrex has announced that they are selling a glass container dedicated to Baby Yoda. Um, it is a four-cup container made of tempered glass, and it features Baby Yoda smiling and eating a frog. The lid is gray with a tinge of green, um, and it also is stain resistant, and it doesn't absorb food odors or f- food odors or flavors. It's dishwasher, freezer, and microwave safe, and it's only ten bucks. Hey, that's cheaper than your chip. It's way cheaper than your chip. You can and get, probably more useful. Yeah, you can get four and a half of these bowls for one of those chip pets. <laughs> Just the lid on the fourth one. <laughs> yes. Which is good because you always have like you know an extra something, uh, but uh, never fail. But yeah, so I know Tabitha. We said thumbs up for you, Matt. What about you for all the Baby Yoda? Uh, my own. Well, okay, the price on the Chia Pet is kind of I don't know. That's kind of a lot. Um, the cereal, as long as it's not one of those limited edition where it's like fourteen ninety nine for a box of flipping cereal, like what the hell is that? Um, I mean, aside from those two things, I'm gonna go thumbs up on all the news. Lydia. I was really concerned at first when you said there's a baby Yoda Chia pet because my first thought was on his head, like other Chia pets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that you said it's going to be around him. So other than the price tag, that sounds cute, but I want, I want that bowl set. I really want that. So yeah, yeah thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I think, oh man, I can't give a complete thumbs up because you lost me on the price of that Chia pet. Um <laughs> So I'm going like thumbs sideways, but it's like three quarters up. (laughs) Uh, um, The gray area. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everything else, Baby Yoda, yeah. I get cereal maybe three times a year. That's going to be one of those times that I get cereal. (laughs) Um, Matt, we've got some news about uh, Sandman audio adaptation. New. Um... So Audible is producing an audio drama adaptation of the Sandman uh, Vertigo comics. And they have announced that it will be led, the voice cast will be led by James McAvoy, who's going to play Morpheus. Um, It is going to arrive July 15th. um, And some of the other cast, which uh, Gaiman announced on Twitter, includes Kat Dennings, uh, Taron Edgerton, uh, Andy Circus, um, and then last but not least, they're saying Michael Sheen is going to play Lucifer Morningstar. Um, and I mean, personally, best things best. Um, Gaiman himself is going to serve as the narrator for the series. Um, I'm going huge thumbs up. I Sandman is one of those things I've always wanted to get into, and I haven't managed to get there. Um, I I don't know. This would be cool to listen to, though, especially with that cast. Lydia. Uh, I read the first, I think, two uh, things of Sandman a couple of years ago when we did uh, LodgeCon, and I really enjoyed it. So I am really looking forward to this um, 
the cast sounds really cool. Um, so yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definite thumbs up. Um, the cast looks awesome and it's great that, uh, Gaiman is also going to be the narrator. I mean, that makes the most sense, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Tabitha. Um, in my eyes, Neil Gaiman can do no wrong. And I've listened to an audiobook narrated by Neil Gaiman and it was like one of the best audiobook experiences <laughs> of my life. Add in that ad other like additional cast and this just perfect. Thumbs up. Uh, Tabitha, let's uh, move over to Netflix and Sweet Tooth. So my favorite comic book series of all time, Sweet Tooth, is getting the Netflix treatment. Um, and it's going to be produced by Team Downey, which is Robert Downey Jr. Um, Sweet Tooth is about this boy who wakes up in the woods after the kind of sort of apocalypse has happened. And there are all the children that are born after this apocalyptic event have something in common with animals. Sweet Tooth has the horns and kind of the facial features of a deer. Um, it is the most heartbreaking and beautifully written comic book series that I've ever read. I've read it twice and it is, like if you haven't read it, like just pick, pick up the first like trait of it and you'll be totally hooked. The art is beautiful, the words are beautiful, everything about it is beautiful. Um, I looked through the cast list and the only person I recognized is James Brolin. So I don't know who these other people are, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I, if they do this well, this could be, one of the best things that Netflix has ever done if they do it just like this, the book series and especially it's kind of a fitting time right now to be doing this. Um, no spoilers, I'm not gonna say anything, but it's just very fitting that this is happening right now. Um, I need this. I didn't know how much I needed it until I saw that it was <laughs> happening and I got really excited. So giant thumbs up. Um, Sweet Tooth is one of those series that graphic novel series that has been on my TBR for as long as I've known about it. Um, and when this kind of stuff happens, it gets moved, you know, like Netflix, um, like the Netflix adaptation of Lock and Key um, spurred me to read that. So I'm, th this will light the fire under my butt um, to finally read Sweet Tooth that I've always wanted to. Uh, but again, you know, Netflix, I mean, how many misses have they had? So thumbs up. Lydia. I've honestly never heard of this. I'm sorry, Tabitha, I'm sure that hurts, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but it sounds really cute, and I'm hoping that they do it justice, because like it obviously makes her very happy, and that's awesome. So <laughs> I want to go read it now. Um, thumbs up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm giving this a thumbs up as well. Um, I have not, I have heard of Sweet Tooth, but until you had described it, I couldn't have told you anything about it. Uh, I will say I do also recognize Will Forte um, oh. in this cast. And yeah, and, and he, he does everything phenomenally. So like, I'll, I'm excited for that. So yeah, um, yeah, thumbs up. And hopefully I can read this before, uh, you know, it's on Netflix for like seven years. <laughs> so um, so uh, friend of the show, Steens has, uh, gotten a new gig she is now the um uh the writer and artist for the heart of the city comic strip it's it's a nationally syndicated uh strip it's actually been around for 22 years i know that it's not local but uh i've been reading it on gocomics.com uh 
basically it tells the story of the title character Hart Lamar, who is in middle school, and um, and then uh, Steen said that she was inspired of by how activist-minded younger generations are, and she wants to give Hart more friends of color uh, and also bring teenage issues to the forefront. Uh, like I said, I've been reading it. Um, it's cute. I mean, it's it's what you expect with a comic strip, of, you know, featuring like kids in middle school. But uh, but yeah, like definitely check it out. Uh, it's better than Mutt's. Thumbs up. Uh, Tabitha. I am very into this whole new diversity thing that we're seeing in comics. Um, if you're not a big reader, the whole diversity for diversity's sake thing that was happening for so long was so infuriating, but it's so great to see new diversity and more own voices characters floating into comics and things. And this sounds like what she's doing from like an activist standpoint. Thumbs up. This is what we need. Uh, yeah, essentially the same thing. Like this, this has got to be awesome. Uh, excited for her to be able to get to do this. So thumbs up. Yeah. I think I actually have heard of this one before. And so it's really cool for her to get the chance to work on something like this. And it's obviously something that she's like very passionate about. So I'm excited for, her and I would like to go read it myself. Thumbs up. Nice. Um, and then also one other thing, um, uh, just something else that I saw in this article. Steens is also collaborating with uh, the Bale Project for Peace for Vice. Um, that comic is going to touch on real issues, um, dealing with unhoused residents, dealing with uh, being on electronic monitoring systems. So that seems pretty interesting. I'm kind of looking forward yeah. to that. Uh, Tabitha, let's talk about the Babysitter's Club. Okay, so seven-year-old Tabitha is like, simultaneously really happy and really frustrated. So I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch the small little teaser trailer that Netflix released for this. Uh -huh. Okay, so <laughs> it has my like 1980s Anna and Martin Babysitter's Club book cover nostalgia, but then there's a freaking iPhone sitting in the middle of it and I'm just like, but why? Um, but then they answer on a corded line and I'm just like, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, Netflix is doing an adaptation of my childhood favorite books, Babysitter's Club. There's only going to be 10 episodes. It's a whole long list of cast members. I don't recognize any of them. Um, the Babysitter's Club TV show, in my very educated nine-year-old opinion, was trash. So, <laughs> and the movie was also trash after I watched it after I was not nine. Um, so hopefully they do the Babysitter's Club justice, but it looks like they've modernized it, which is why I'm upset. Like, if we're going to have Babysitter's Club, I need everything to be analog. I need them to be writing things down in their journals, not typing them into their phones. Like, give me my 1980s Babysitter's Club and just let's all carry on. Also, I did not see Mallory in that trailer. So I'm, I'm salty. So thumb sideways. Matt, shock of all shocks. I never read a babysitter club book i never watched a show or a movie um i mean i had the phone that they answered the call <laughs> on the, uh, in the trailer that's just because you're old wow uh, that is that is the pandemic in a nutshell hey matt you're old yep thanks um, true <laughs> um nice to see things haven't changed uh, right? No. Um, I'll go thumb sideways. <laughs> Lydia? I don't think I really read Babysitter's Club either. It was never one of the series that I was really into. Um, but 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go some sideways because if they do it right, then it'll be fun. But if they, like you said, they modernize it too much, it's gonna flop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm also going thumb sideways. Uh, first off, I mean, I was more of a boxcar children kid myself. Um, <laughs> At a treehouse. <laughs> Good job, Lydia. Boo, bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you got a shame bell, but she doesn't have it. Ring. <laughs> I can <put> yay! <laughs> Guys, it's the first shame in like months. It's the first post-pandemic shame. <laughs> Is that its own category? Are we post-pandemic yet? Though? Well, we're. we're no, I don't think we're past yet. Yeah, we're we're post-beginning of pandemic. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, going back to Babysitters Club. Um, yeah, thumb sideways. When I watched it, I didn't um, catch any of like the I like I didn't catch like the iPhone like you were talking about, Tabitha. So I was thinking that it was going to be like set it back in the '90s, and even then, I still thought oh, that's going to be kind of weird because like then at that point, who is this TV show for? Like, is it for adults right. wanting nostalgia, or is it for the actual intended audience of something like Babysitters Club? And if it's and if it's the latter, then the nineties aren't going to mean anything to them. Um, but yeah, but if it is kind of a mix of current and nostalgia, uh, that kind of confuses me. So, um, Matt, let's go to book, uh, bookshop. So right before the world decided it wanted to try and end, um, there was a launch of a website, which kind of went under the radar basically until, um, the shelter in place, orders and everybody you know, self-quarantining and things like that. Um, bookshop.org is a website that was created by a guy that looks like Rob Thomas. Um, <laughs> are we sure that it's not Rob Thomas? <laughs> I mean, it says his name's Andy Hunter, but okay. I mean, he looks kind of like Rob Thomas. <laughs> um, basically what it is, is it is a one website where you can go and order you order a book through bookshop.org and they essentially farm that order out to independent local bookstores. Um, the independent local bookstore that fills that order then gets a percentage of the sale. They're the one that may, there's the, they're the ones that mail it. Um, obviously because bookshop.org has put this all together, they get their cut. Um, but the whole point is that you can shop from home you can support your small local indie bookstores, um, not giving money to Barnes and Noble or Amazon. Um, and for most of these bookstores, they are going to be making or are making a bigger cut of the profit um, by selling through bookshop.org instead of selling through Amazon. Like if they use Amazon, like essentially as a uh, online shop for themselves. Um, so, as of, let's see, today, um, bookshop.org has raised, essentially raised or given back uh, almost $1.5 million to local indie bookstores wow. um, since their launch the end of February. Um, I mean, there was, the article points out that they were like, you know, $100,000 or something like that, you know, in March. And then, or like through February, and then March was like three hundred thousand dollars, and then like since April, basically just like exploded. 
So a million and a half dollars back to your independent local bookstores. Um, I think this is fantastic. I've looked at some of the prices. They are about four to five dollars more than Amazon. But again, that money is going back into a small, it's going to a local bookshop, a local community. Um, I, I think it's fantastic. So huge thumbs up for this. Lydia. That is really awesome. I heard about this when you posted it a, like a week or so ago. Mm. And I didn't realize quite how intricate it was in like getting from local bookshops and stuff like that. That is really awesome. And I love that idea rather than, like you said, spending money at one of the big chain bookstores. So absolutely thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> Everything okay over there? I would just like to apologize for all the background noise that you're hearing because my dog is rude. <laughs> he's wandering around, he's eating, he's now drinking loudly, he's shaking his head, he's rattling his collar. He sounds like he's drunk. Is he drunk? Hey, we're trying to do a thing here. Oh, <laughs> um, the only reason there's not like cats coming in and out of the stream is because I locked them in the bedroom. So, do you want to get on? <laughs> You want to make an appearance? <laughs> Say hi, Ernie. Okay. <laughs> He's camera shy. It's okay. Oh, no, it's not time to play. <laughs> um, as much as I want to give this a thumbs up, I'm going thumbs sideways. Um, I love the idea of this. I think it's fantastic. I'm worried that it might not be like lasting, you know, I feel like, especially once things kind of, you know, go back to quote unquote normal or whatever, um, people are going to be like, Oh, well I can do this or I can save like $5 and just get it off of Amazon. Like I get everything off of Amazon. Yeah. Um, you know, I, if, if this does have some staying power and you know, the, the money that they've raised so far, if that's not just because, Hey, this is a new thing then that's awesome. But at the same time, I know how people are and people are cheapskates. That's why Amazon is in the position that it's in now. So I don't know. Tabitha. Um, I've seen a lot of like in the book community, there's been a lot of anti-Amazon campaigning going around. Um, a lot of anti-Bards and Noble campaigning even going around in, for the last couple of years. Um, people are very into supporting their any like local indie bookstores. Um, there's been calls out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for people to post like links to their local indie bookstores and people will just be like, they'll pick one a week and go buy something from somebody, even if it's just a few bucks, just, you know, to try to keep these places open and going because while people are inherently cheap, I think that at least within the book community that I'm a part of, like we also understand that while it might be really nice to get that book for four dollars less on Amazon, I don't. I can't go to Amazon and walk around and look at books and talk to people about books. And that is why we need indie bookstores. I agree with you. Like, people are inherently cheap, and after this whole thing is you know over, back to normal, wherever we are, this will probably die down. They will probably not see as much of a surge. But for what it is and the way it works, I'm giving it a huge thumbs up. Um, we did have another trailer, Tabitha. Let's talk about The Great. So, I freaked out. 
Um, didn't know this was coming. Had no idea the show was even happening. Didn't know it was a thing. Um, but Hulu is doing a Catherine the Great show, show called The Great, um, which is uh, portraying uh, Catherine the Great's time as she comes into Russia and she becomes wife to Nicholas. And he is a buffoon and she ends up having to take over. Um, Elle Fanning is in this, Nicholas Holt is in this, it looks like a satire, the costuming is beautiful, the sets are beautiful, like, I watched the trailer, like, seven times, and I only found out about it, like, what, last month, and I'm like, what is this, how did I miss this, and it comes out tomorrow, I just, I, I, I literally have no idea how I missed this, this is, like, checking all my boxes, and I love Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, so I'm giving this a huge thumbs up and starting it tomorrow. (laughs) Um, after watching, binging the tutors, um, about what, a month and a half ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have said like, this is not something I'm interested in. Um, but after watching what, 38 episodes in four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you were sick and there wasn't much. We were else. Much else I literally we couldn't get off the couch. We weren't so. allowed out the house according to the, yeah, the medical professionals wouldn't let me leave, no. and I couldn't have left if I'd wanted to. So we literally watched, yeah, all of the seasons of the Tudors. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, before that, I would have said you know thumbs sideways on this, um, but I, I mean, I I love Nicholas Holt, um, and this looks and sounds like it could be a lot of fun, um, and definitely very interesting. So thumbs up, Lydia. Facebook has been bombarding me with ads for this show for like the past <laughs> month and a half. I swear to God. But if I had known, I would have told you. Sorry. Um, but one, I don't have Hulu and I don't plan to get Hulu because I don't need it. I have too much other crap to worry about right now. But it looks fun, but not really my, my cup of tea, I don't think. But I guess for all those people that is good for you, but I'm gonna go with them sideways. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm in the middle. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I'm giving this a thumbs up. Uh, the trailer that I saw, um, it definitely, yeah, it's it seems kind of like satirical. Um, it seems kind of fun and on the lighter side. Uh, if it was a more like direct uh, uh, interpretation or whatever of you know of history that I'd probably be like, eh, I don't know if it's my jam, but I, I don't, I still don't think that it's something that I would finish, but I would definitely try it out. So. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll be interrupting to explain all the historical inaccuracy. It's going to take you three times longer to watch the show because you're going to have to pause every five seconds so she can explain something. It's <laughs> what I'm That's hearing. That's how we watch the tutors. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it done in four days. I was like, but wait, what really happened was. <laughs> so, um, the last thing I want to talk about, and I'm going to um, share the screen with you guys, so I, you guys should be able to see things. I don't know if uh, anybody watching on YouTube, assuming I can get this up to YouTube, will be able to see it. Um, let's see. So I saw this, and this is a an inn in um, Virginia. It's called the Inn at Little Washington. So when they reopen, can you guys all see this? Yeah. Okay. Very pixelated, but yeah. Okay. When they reopen, um, they're only going to have like half capacity seating available. So 
in the seats that have to be left empty, they're putting mannequins, like real creepy looking mannequins at their tables. <laughs> and their Instagram page says social distancing is in style, which is completely my type of humor. But um, <laughs> be honest, you hacked their Instagram and posted that yourself, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I wish that I was that, uh, <laughs> that crafty. Uh, but yeah, the mannequins are decked out in vintage 1940s-style outfits. Now, this is a three Michelin-starred restaurant. So, I mean, this isn't just like, you know, some diner or whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, I yeah I, I have to give this a thumbs down. I don't understand why they feel the need to have their restaurant look full to begin with. Um, I doubt anybody's going to be like, oh, how come you guys are so slow? Like because um, we're still dealing with the effects of a pandemic. That's why we're so slow. Like, um, but yeah, like, and I, I know that they're not the only restaurant that has done something like this. Uh, I saw another one. Uh, I don't remember where this one was, but like this restaurant, like dressed up blow up dolls. That's worse. <laughs> yeah. That's much worse. Yeah. Sounds less classy. That's the diner. Less sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> less sanitary that's gross <laughs> but yeah but all around like no thumbs down like i no especially with those mannequins like mm -mm, no no they they they're gonna like their eyes are gonna start moving and following you and i'm not about that life uh tabitha um i have like house of wax vibes happening and i don't like it um also my biggest concern is who just had all these mannequins sitting around and why? <laughs> That's a really good point. Also, all that 1940s clothing is vintage and it should be kept and preserved, not sat in a stinky restaurant with all that food. That's the part that's bothering me. <laughs> Thumbs down. Also, I don't do mannequins. That's creepy. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, huge thumbs down. Like, it's too creepy. I, I already kind of feel like I'm being watched when I eat anyway, so that's not going to help. Lydia. I feel like I've played a horror game like this before, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need mannequins staring at me while I'm eating. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Thumbs down. No, no. So, all right. So, two weeks ago, I think, I put a question on Facebook and Instagram. Um, not really so much a question, but I was like, hey, I've got the time to bench and stuff. And so I gave options um i've had what was it i think it was like the boys umbrella academy uh the last four harry potter m m movies um the witcher i think those were the four anyway so the results of that poll uh harry potter was the winner um Yay! here's what happened though i didn't mitchell <laughs> It comes to Harry Potter, there's always an excuse. Not, not necessarily an excuse. I'm waiting. But it, Harry Potter, and I didn't realize this when I put it in the, uh, made it an option. It's not streaming, like, anywhere. Hi. Hello, Tabitha. Do you think you could maybe leave your box set of Blu-rays on my front porch? Yeah, absolutely, bitch. No problem. What's I don't own, today? I, I don't, I don't own a Blu-ray player. Hi, Lydia. Which, can how about I, my DVDs? Or yeah. <laughs> mine, yeah. We've got this covered, dude. All right, well, 
if you want if you want to arrange a socially distant trade-off or whatever because especially if we're going to be doing this for the next foreseeable future uh you do need your shame belt it's true i do so if you want to try to arrange that <laughs> <laughs> that says no please <laughs> I don't, want I don't that think he wants it in the house <laughs> <laughs> because he thinks he's gonna say something stupid, and I'm just gonna. I think I know. <laughs> don't say something stupid. Who well. am I? <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm not keeping track of those shames. <laughs> he will break my phone if I try to I'll keep track of. Break Mitch's <laughs> record, that's for sure. I I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I feel like you would break his record from the time that we started doing the shame bell. Like, not even for one year, just the entire time. Yeah. I put up with a lot of dad jokes. <laughs> well, he is a dad. A lot. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll discuss off camera, and if we can, if we can make an arrangement, then, then yes, since Harry Potter won, I will do my best to finish the last four movies in the month of May, which is doable. It's totally doable. I'm about to finish the last four books in the month of May, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So that'll do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and to keep up with what's happening throughout the week. And be sure to let us know about any cool things you're missing out on. From all the... I... I... No. <laughs> Whatever. Two it's months fine. to practice and he still can't get it right. I was busy with that one guitar lesson. <laughs> <laughs> From all of us at the Geek Awakens, thanks for listening and we hope to see you next time. Everybody, say bye. Bye.